Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have back with me Father Rob Adams coming to us from Kentucky. Father Rob, thanks for coming back to Catholic Bites. Thanks, Father Conrad. And we are going to um, jump right back where we left off last time. We talked about Evagrius of Pontus, which, I mean, it's one of those things I, I always like tell my students here that like when I tell them big words or weird saints names, I can you can say like, hey, you know, talk to your friends about like oh yeah we were discussing a vagaries of pontus the other day you know and, and sound like really <laughs> erudite and and cool you know so um uh so let's uh let's let's enable our listeners to to have that experience a little bit more um and we're going to talk about one of his books that was recently published with a very like epic and awesome title so i'll let you uh lead us on from there so uh once again being involved with the eastern churches puts you in some strange rabbit holes and <laughs> one of those things that happens is you, you discover that saint vladimir's press the orthodox seminary in the united states is very good they've got a lot of interesting things out there um but they sent me an email and it said father rob we have a new book you might be interested in it's called dragon's wine and angel's bread dragon's wine and angel's bread <laughs> yeah i was like well i guess i have to buy that i like evagrius and that title is incredible <laughs> so what what is dragon's wine and angel's bread what 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 is the book about so this is evagrius's take on another deadly sin this time the sin of wrath and uh it's actually it took me a long time to figure out where he got this title because mm -hmm. It kind of sounds like something middle school me would have come up with, right? Like, like this is some ancient dark superpower that only I possess and know about, the dragon's wine. Um, but it actually comes from one of those weird patristic reads of scripture. Hmm. So the fathers of the church were a little bit freer with associations and connections, maybe than we would be comfortable doing today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like how they made everyone who was named John or Mary the exact same John or Mary, like everything gets put together. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, as we can see in the seventh day, which is also the 40th day, which is also the 300th day. You're <laughs> like, I, what? <laughs> but this one comes from, I don't know if it's in Greek, but I'm pretty sure it's a bad reading of Deuteronomy 32. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 32 contains Moses ranting against the Canaanites and mm -hmm. how bad they are. And he's talking about they make they make their grapes with poison and their wine is the venom of serpents. Mm. That's a more faithful English tr uh, translation. Evagrius translated that verse as saying they drink dragon's wine. Nice. I like which that. Which is much cooler. Yeah, it's way cooler. <laughs> but then he does a, a very strange move and he goes, well, they drink dragon's wine. And we know that dragon's wine means the devil's wine for the devil is a dragon. Yes. And what is the obviously. devil's wine? Wrath. The okay. sin of wrath, which inebriates us. Okay. Well, what do we need to know about the sin of wrath then? <laughs> well, it's really interesting because I, I, one thing that uh, I think a lot of people struggle with is with anger. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't mean like young people do, but a lot of older people struggle with with anger if, if they're being honest mm -hmm. and i think a lot of holy people a lot of devout people struggle with anger and wrath and it's more dangerous for us because we know what's a sin and what's not mm -hmm. so maybe your thomas types can say well anger is just an irascible passion you know it's not really a sin properly speaking but an excess of anger perhaps but 
I was just about to make that point. So um, so I'm now as as a Thomas type. Uh, uh, so tell me what Vagrius has to say about that. <laughs> Vagrius says that anger and wrath are the enemies of true prayer. Hmm. So he he classifies this as uh, not the death of the soul, but but the death of true prayer in the soul. Hmm. So he considers the two most dangerous sins for a monk, for a priest, for any devout person as asadia, which can lead to, he says it can lead to self-harm and, and those kind of things. And, and he's right, the mm -hmm. real despair. But he says that anger leads to the death of divine life inside you. And how does that, how does that work? What's his, what's his rationale? Well, he says that when we get angry, right? So we get, we get all mad at someone or something, some event. What ends up happening is we have this strong impression that's put on us. We feel emotions very quickly. And this is where he talks about it, anger being like wine. It intoxicates you. Yeah. It blinds you. You do stuff that you would not normally think is okay. Yeah. Because you're mad. Yeah. But like one says, of my one of my one of my students spiked me in the face playing nine square in the air the other day, and then I took the the ball and and threw it right back at him. And uh, exactly, maybe yeah. I wouldn't have done that otherwise. <laughs> yeah, or you know, I have a I have I mean, I'm a little bit less athletic in those things, but here in Eastern Kentucky, people play a lot of video games because driving is such a big is such a big thing. <laughs> so a new there is a new video game that came out that some parishioner families liked. And uh, we all play it together. And I drove to their house. We had this whole like party set up in their living room mm -hmm. and their boys are in between me and their dad and we're yelling and we were just getting hosed. And uh, <laughs> we said a few things and the boys were like, ah, so, yeah, wrath. It's, it's bad. Um, but, but the, when you think about it, Vagrius really for being such an old guy writing in the four hundreds, he's got a real grasp on human psychology and human yeah. experience. And he points out that when we get that way, when we get intoxicated or filled up with wrath, whether it's justified or not, mm -hmm. right, whether it's justified or not, two things can happen. One thing is we can give in to that anger. So we can say, I'm mad at you and I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to say something. I'm going to act against that. I'm going to get physical, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can act on your anger. Uh, the danger with that, though, is that usually leads to sin. Mm -hmm. I think even even Atomist would end up saying that that yeah. is almost always going to be a sin. Um, and that's going to make you feel sad. Whether you're a believer or not, even a, even the atheists out mm -hmm. there can feel this. You get too worked up. You say something and you're like, oh, gosh, I just. Ugh. Mm -hmm. And we're back at sadness and asadia again. Yeah. Right? That there's a there's a despair and a despondency because you can never undo those things. Mm -hmm. The other possibility is that you feel angry and you don't act on it. Well, now you're a wimp, right? <laughs> now you're mad at yourself. You've, he says that you stoked the flames of passion inside yourself and now they burn you up. Yeah. You don't vent them. And so you get kind of, ugh, and you feel like, well, I'm, I'm a little kind of pathetic ick. You know, I, I can't make anything happen. I'm just an angry little man. Mm-hmm. And he said, both of those outcomes are bad. That's yeah. not the Christian life. And uh, it, it's just interesting because he says there's a symptom. And the, the one interesting symptom is if someone struggles with the sin of wrath, it will affect their sleep. Interesting. Yeah. 
And we read this, like when I first read this, I thought it was more patristic silliness. Like, well, the monk is assailed by demons in the night, thrown yeah, yeah. from the tops of mountains. <laughs> but if you start paying attention, he says, pay attention to your dreams. In your dreams, do you dream about the people and the events that harmed you? Past wrongs, people you're mad at, parishioners doing things they're not supposed to. Do you, Have you ever had those dreams? I have. I 100% <laughs> have those dreams. Um, so bad you can't get back to sleep and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, not to share too much, but I had a dream once when I was liturgy director that, um, the, the, the priest that I was emceeing for was trying to consecrate a chocolate chip cookie. And I was so angry and it was like, <laughs> exactly trying to find the proper bread for the mess. And like, why don't these people have it? And you know, it's so funny. It's caught up in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's, he, you know, he obviously doesn't share our our understanding, our Western understanding of like state of grace versus mm -hmm. mortal sin. But he does point out that this is a symptom of sin. Yeah. Even if it's not personal sin that we're guilty of, it is a symptom of the, the demons hold on us that we wake up angry because he says the, the, the Christian response should always be meekness. Mm. You know, Paul says, lift up holy hands without quarreling and without anger. Jesus says to turn the other cheek. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Old Testament warns against anger and talks about the devil's wrath, that mm. how he, the devil crashes down to the earth in Revelation and spews out his wrath. Yeah. And so the Christians should not be caught up in this. Well, that's easier said than done. So with our time uh, that's left, like, what, what does it just mean I have to like, because I, I don't think the idea of just burying feelings is probably what he wants us to do. So what what's the solution to it? Well, he says to remember a couple things. So the first thing is mental thing. You got to remember that you can be mad at sin and the devil, but mm -hmm. don't get mad at people. Yeah. So take a priest, for example. I, I only know how to talk about me. Um, <laughs> when your parishioners do something wrong, let's say they go get married outside the church or something, right? That's a big deal. The temptation can be to be like, guys, I told you this is wrong. And now we can't have you taking communion and this and this and this. So instead of getting angry at them, you say, Jesus died for this person. This person is still someone who's entrusted to my care. They're still loved by God. I am so mad that the devil makes people do things that are stupid. I'm mm. so mad at human ignorance that keeps people from following the gospel. To mm. make that shift, um, that you're not mad at people, you're mad at sins, first thing. But he said the second thing is not to get yourself worked up in that state because the, what's the devil's move? The devil's move is when we feel that way, it's to try to tell us that it's justified. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at another priest because he's teaching heresy. And if you step back and say, well, he might just be mistaken. Mm -hmm. There may not be ill will. He may, or there might be ill will. I don't know his situation and I don't, it's not my job to get mad at him. I'm mm -hmm. not a bishop, mm -hmm. right? So he's to kind of park that thing before it gets worked up. But if it has been worked up, first off, you need to pray short bursts of prayer. Think mm -hmm. saying a decade of the rosary, saying the Jesus prayer, mm -hmm. not doing a holy hour. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing he says is you need to perform acts of love for the people you're angry with. Mm. So not mental acts, like the people who go get married outside the church. You need to call them and say, hey, it'd be really good to have you guys at mass again. We need to let me help you try to get your marriage right with the church or mm -hmm. let me try to help you get back on track. 
go out of your way to be good to people. Great. And that's how you, um, uh, I don't know, put away the devil, the dragons, uh, the dragon wine and, uh, and return the to the bread of bread. angels. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you, father, uh, father Rob, uh, for joining us. And, uh, uh, just like allowing us to really geek out about a vagaries of Pontus. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love having somebody else to do it with. <laughs> Good. Well, if you like to listen to this uh, rather nerdy, but awesome uh, uh, talk from Father Rob, there's others on our, um, on our, uh, uh, the rest of our podcast feed. You can find it at catholicbytespodcast.com uh, or you can find us uh, on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, check out uh, Catholic Link, which is also part of our whole shebang, uh, CatholicLink.org, I think. Um, I should probably know that for a fact. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and stop by. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.